0: Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap Seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonough. Good evening. Thank you for joining us in the cheap Seats.
1: special guest, Arthur Ginsberg, joining us straight from the Seat of The Masked Singer.
0: Plus, breaking news on the health of Aussie cricket captain Tim Payne.
2: Payne has a bulging dick that has been... disc that has been... That's a funny one.
0: So
1: that's funny more on that later. <laughs> we'll, we'll
0: touch on that a little later. Actually, that's
1: not the right. Look, where do we start?
3: First is Sydney's roadmap out of freedom.
1: Their roadmap out of freedom. So. Bad
0: time. Sydney is so sick of freedom, okay. so let's get out. Well, Sydney are moving into a new phase of the pandemic. Social distancing <laughs> nice. ish. That was Bondi Beach over the weekend and New South Wales Health responded swiftly with the full might of their public health response.
1: Social distancing is vital. We're not out of this mess yet. <laughs> I,
0: was, I was just saying, like, Fiona O'Loughlin trying some new material.
1: Um, <laughs> wouldn't open with it, but uh, look, everyone's sick of COVID, everyone's sick of the daily press conferences, no one more so than Dr Kiri Chant. That I think we've learned about and we'll want to embrace even going forward. Dr Chant,
2: just a couple of days ago, you... you yeah. not, <laughs> happy, <laughs> not happy.
0: She's got a very sensitive chin, by the way. <laughs> Well, this week, Gladys Berejiklian announced an end to her regular press conferences, citing. Well,
1: let's get Sky News reporter Gabriella Power to explain. Now, the Premier has come under fire for her plan, the uh, federal front, uh, Labour front ben- uh, front venture, Bill Shorten. It's Let's great. not go to
0: Gabriella. Um,
1: Coherent-ish.
0: <laughs> Gladys basically said she would stop her morning appearances, Mel. But not, not her TV appearances. Joining us now, Premier Gladys Berejiklian.
1: Premier, thanks for your time this morning.
0: Channel 10 couldn't get Gladys. Who did we get?
1: 80s queen, Kim Wilde. <laughs> <That's how gross. laughs> Gladys is remembering fondly when she was an 80s queen. Still, we've all got to keep listening to the experts.
2: As an epidemiologist. As a paramedic. As a physician. As a scientist. No, so this is a fat
0: bloke who's a smoker. Great. <laughs> and he's, he's he's double-patched, so you've got to listen to him.
1: <laughs> the, the Queensland Deputy Premier gave an update over the weekend, and you can tell the news is good by the location of the press conference. Well, good morning, Queensland. We're coming to you live today from the Redcliffe Kite Fest. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised they're even letting kites fly into Brisbane. Yeah, good.
4: <laughs>
0: they must know some NRL players. Um, <laughs> look, they're so relaxed up there in Queensland. The Chief Health Officer's in holiday mode.
4: Thank you very much, Deputy
0: Premier, wow. Yes. <laughs> she, she calls that look country roadmap. So yeah. it's a lovely look.
1: Their, their roadmap goes via big W. So. as we get closer to restrictions easing, it means families can finally be together.
2: Soon, picnics in the park, families reunited from Monday. Who
3: wants to see grandma and grandpa again? No!
1: And who's disturbed by the creepy Channel 7 stranger? No! But for our kids, the message is clear. Kids
2: need to get back to school. The situation we have in Victoria here, where your average 16-year-old's locked in their bedroom all day... Uh, with an hour's exercise.
1: Couldn't imagine that dystopian world where kids like to hang in their bedroom.
2: An
0: hour's long. Um, well, kids in Queensland have something to look forward to.
1: Today, the um, vaccination program for 12 to 15-year-olds opens up, which is absolutely wonderful news. I
0: am 15, super excited. Best day of my life. OK. <laughs> nice. Heading to Perth now, where one local has found a way to keep busy. The
1: man who recorded himself dangerously hanging off a train has spoken to Seven News to apologise and issue a warning.
2: Damien, I mean, why did you do it? Bored, and as I said to other people, there's nothing to do in Perth. Good point. <laughs> Good point.
1: Nothing to do in regional New South Wales. Restrictions are easing.
5: Pub goers had to wait until 9am for their local to open.
1: Who's ready for a beer. To wait until 9am. <laughs>
0: well, you know, you know, you know what they say. Breakfast is the most important drink of the day. Yeah, um, they
1: also say it's 10am it's somewhere. <laughs> they made sure to count down to the big opening. Have you got a special countdown for us? We have. We, were you, everybody, ready for a beer? Oh, yeah. Ready? <laughs> Let's have a countdown. <laughs>
4: Three, two, one. All right, let's
1: go. I think you was, was supposed to start at 10.
0: He's uh, a hard man to play hide and seek with. All right, I'm counting to two. Uh,
1: <laughs> Residents in regional towns are just happy to be out and about.
2: I'm out here with all my friends. We're getting a lovely brekkie burger and that. It's just...
0: I'm unstoppable. <laughs> He was last seen hanging dangerously from a train, so <laughs> keep an eye out for him. Many across the country are still battling the Delta variant. One patient was prepared to speak to Seven News. On the proviso, her identity was kept a close secret.
5: She doesn't want to be identified, but wants to tell her story. It's terrible, uh, basically. I, I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. 24-year-old Danielle from Sefton. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, don't give it all away.
0: Amazingly, 24-year-old Danielle from Septon, and yet Husey still thinks it's Natalie Portman. So, <laughs>
4: It's amazing.
0: Look, with many Australians struggling with mental health in lockdown, Sky's Chris Kenny spoke to a psychologist and asked the question we all want answered. Now,
2: let me bring in psychologist and commentator Tanvir Med. Tanveer, I don't know whether you've been watching The Voice... <laughs> I would not with that.
1: Yeah, Sky News' Maltraceena is an interesting choice. Um, now, you might remember a few weeks ago, ABC News were forced to hire triplets.
2: Tell us about the worrying news coming out tonight.
1: Well, they're back at it again.
2: A lots going on. So let's go straight to Lara Himes in Sydney, <laughs> Eden Hamilton in Gisborne, northwest of know, Melbourne.
0: <laughs> hey, Melbourne's lockdown continues to come under fire. Uh, the lo- these lockdowns do not work. Lockdowns don't work, statistically speaking, at the best of times, but they're especially not working now. <laughs> Special with a cough in the background. <laughs> Doesn't
1: work. Well, to get to the bottom of the COVID crisis, four of our best and brightest came together. Good evening and welcome to a Sky News special discussion tonight. COVID Nation, the way out.
0: The, the, those four came together, the big powerhouses of Sky, and they came together in a fiery confrontation of different opinions. Look, Andrew, what you had to say was spot on. I think you're right. I completely agree with everything you just said, Andrew. Paul Murray. <laughs> Great man, I think we can agree. I think you're so right. You're absolutely spot on. Yeah,
3: 100%. Because again, you're right. What's the worst of the ideas that I just suggested?
1: Well, I think they're all good. <laughs> they were all saying the same thing, sadly, all at the same time. Andrew, I just losing want to make like a point here. Is a I know we like out of time. Is... Sorry, Andrew. No, 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 please. I was just going yeah, to say. Just run your out of time freedoms.
0: here. I just want <laughs> <like literally laughs> to get a point in. Still, though, there's one thing we can all agree on. There's nothing to do in Perth. Well, well said. Let's take a
1: break. Back to Martin and <laughs> Chrissy. Right, right, yeah. And we've got a packed show tonight.
0: We're about to get tear gas. Wrong show. No, I'm sorry, that, is. that, that is, is the wrong show. Well, the royals were out and about this week. Prince Charles attended the unveiling of the world's smallest plant.
4: <laughs>
0: doesn't, does, doesn't say much, just no junk mail or court documents. So, <laughs> all needs to say.
1: Camilla attended an unveiling as well. They're there, They're
0: there. <laughs> Look, there are many rules for the royals about who they can and can't engage with, but it didn't stop this conversation from happening this week.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I think we found Andrew. Um... <laughs> Staying with the Royals, it's been a bad week for Prince Andrew who this week was served legal papers in a civil suit against Virginia Dufresne. His legal team are challenging the matter and the photos used in this report.
3: This is just breaking in the past few hours or so. uh, Prince Andrew's legal team have confirmed that they will take part in this hearing That Not a good look.
1: (laughs) To New Zealand now where the COVID outbreak continues and journalists are asking the tough questions. Sexual
5: relations between a patient and a visitor at Auckland Hospital. Um, Would you say that is this a... um, Um, high-risk activity in the current climate?
0: Well, I I think it's a high-risk activity, potentially. However, I don't know any of the details about that uh,
1: interaction. I would say generally, regardless of the COVID status, that kind of thing shouldn't generally be part of visiting hours, I would have thought. (laughs) Right, no no bulging dicks. Okay? <laughs>
0: You'll have to leave bonking timers between nine and six. So.
1: The message is go out and get tested, though I'm not sure this reporter is helping attract a crowd.
3: The staff are still here. They'll be till si- here till six. They've got music playing in the background. I've heard Fat Freddy's. I've heard that song that goes, um, it's something, it's tra
0: la 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 in the morning and they're all dancing.
1: <laughs> Bong. <Boom.
4: laughs> <laughs>
0: See, without the kebab mask, it just lacks just like something.
1: It's safe to say the host was less than impressed. Thanks, Nick, and we guarantee that Nick Truebridge will not be singing down there at that <laughs> Otara testing station. He was looking pretty lonely there. All right.
0: <laughs> Look, I've been watching Kiwi TV this week, Mel, and you can tell really tell the skill of a journalist by how long it takes them to refer to their notes. Yeah.
5: Good morning, Maddie. Yes, that's right. A twenty-six-year-old woman. You'll
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> never catch us. Doing that. <laughs> Sometimes, when you're reporting, you get so caught up in taking your mask off, you forget that you have a microphone. Let's turn now to Jordan Rudd, who's across developments. Kia ora Jordan. Kia ora Wendy. Kia ora Wendy. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Breakfast TV, John Campbell set a record for the longest introduction of a guest.
3: To help us answer those questions, we are really grateful to be joined on Breakfast by Associate Professor James Usher from the University of Otago's Department of Microbiology and Immuno- Immunology and a member of the government's COVID-19 Vaccine Science and Technical oh. Advisory Group. Morning, Associate Professor Usher, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate the kindness of you being up. <laughs>
0: Morena John. <laughs> Look, in other New Zealand news, this was a big headline.
3: Normally, you have nine months to prepare for the birth of a baby. Imagine having only seconds.
0: It's a new show coming through to 10. And... <laughs> no, seriously, a woman gave birth this week without knowing she was pregnant. This reporter made sure to ask the important questions.
3: Carla, Morena, thank you so much for joining us this morning and congratulations. Thank you, Morena. Um, how is Tamarangi doing? Is that. Tamarangi in your arms right now
1: No, it's a a different baby (laughs) (laughs) She just had
3: another
0: one And look, she was very considerate
1: You didn't call for help or anything You had, I think, your grandfather and your father and your son and everyone in the house but you did this alone and pulled Bubba out yourself Yeah, well, Koro Henry is 94 and his bedroom's right next door to this
5: bedroom So I didn't want Well, he's deaf, but I didn't want to wake him and freak him out (laughs) (laughs) nice,
0: Nice touch Meanwhile, in Zimbabwe, the health advice from the president is clear.
4: I therefore urge all of us to get vaccinated and to continue to, uh, all the other recommended – sorry, she <laughs> moved to the first one. <laughs>
0: Well, in, in fairness, the queue. So ca- Sorry, that's just
4: a bit quick.
0: <laughs> in fairness, the auto queue can be a challenge. Luckily, though, it wasn't broadcast on live TV. God
4: bless you all. God bless Zimbabwe. I thank you. I think we did it
0: again. Yes, President Emerson Munangawa. Go to the UK now and let's check the weather in Scotland.
2: What a day it's been for most of us. the hottest September day in 100 years. Philip has the weather. And don't spoil it, Philip. Another unsettled day to end the week In the best of any drier conditions further east Highs of 20 But where we've got the showers in the west Highs of 17 or 18 Bye bye You did spoil it <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> And news, over in New Zealand Weather presenters are embracing Te wiki o te reo Māori Language Week
3: 17 degrees in uh, Whakaoriori That is Masterton Where?
0: Whakaoriori What?
1: <laughs> Nailed it. In,
0: in, in fairness, 17 is fucker already cold over there. Look, <laughs> back home now, where 7 News Brisbane. We're trying to end with a serious update in tone. They just forgot to tell the weathermen.
1: Tomorrow morning, we'll bring you the COVID media conference live to find out if we're heading towards a snap lockdown. Let's hope not. From all the team, have a great weekend. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> the, the salute of the end. Showbiz is coming up next, but before we get there, the Kelly Clarkson Show had a big guest this week, Chris Martin from Coldplay. But I think it's safe to say not everyone was a fan.
3: And it was so all yellow. yellow. So then I took my I turn.
4: I
1: need to go to laugh. We'll be back right after this. Show. Let's go to the movie. A new superhero blockbuster. The
2: fourth Matrix trailer.
1: Diana
5: the musical. we are still here, mother Britney's engaged. Oh my god, I didn't hear that Walter yet. Return
1: of Nivenifar. There's a new character called Angela Bishop. One, yeah, yeah. two, three, hey, four. Yeah. We will probably <laughs> won't be watching it. <laughs> yeah. well, to have a big week of arts and entertainment. And here with the highlights, as always, from NOVA FML cultural correspondent, Mel Drusina. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you it to have you with us, Mel. It's been say the last few weeks, it seems like all we talk about is TV. Any chance that we can start with something different this
5: week? Yeah, let's let's start with music. Um, the Voice, grand finale. <laughs> Sunday night, it was a packed show, so much happening. Jess and Keith both announced national tours. Guy announced the tour and then apologised for it. Okay. <laughs> um, but then he changed his mind and said this to Bella.
3: No pressure, Bella, but I'm going on an arena tour. That's a national tour, if you would join me on the tour as my tour support that would be honestly it would be an, an honor for me to have you you don't need to answer now but but um...
5: i can answer now and her answer was show me the contract <laughs> <laughs> uh, over the next two hours they tease several performances from the judges but later
1: multiple aria and grammy winner and our very own coach keith urban is performing his global hit one Too Many featuring the one and only
5: Pink. Yeah, and when she said featuring the one and only Pink... It was on the TV and it was pre-recorded.
1: Oh,
0: all... Featuring the one and only screen.
5: Yeah. <laughs> we all have YouTube. <laughs> it was that bad. Rita Ora didn't even turn her chair for it. <laughs> uh, after two hours and a lot of tears, we finally got to the winner's announcement. The winner of The Voice... 2021 is now. I don't have time to to show you the full thing. It went for 27 seconds, uh, which was half a SAS Australia promo. So, <laughs> so good. I was going to say
0: 27 seconds. Some of their careers were already over by then. <laughs> that, is, that was a long time.
5: Uh, we did, of course, eventually get to find out the winner. Congratulations to Bella Taylor Smith, who now joins other legendary voice winners such as. Um, um, <laughs> oh, like I'll i, ha- I ha- I'll, I'll get back to you on that one.
0: <laughs> Un- unlike you to come unprepared. <laughs> Still, you must have a top three.
5: Uh huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, over <laughs> on ten, uh, we had the big survivor finale. The winners announcement was a little quicker, but no less dramatic.
4: Winner of Australian Survivor: Brains versus Brawn, Haley.
5: What? That's <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time they'll be filming in Cloncurry. Absolutely.
4: And the
0: Braun team really struggled with the hose, so I just couldn't <laughs> figure it out.
5: Uh, now, if Sunday night wasn't busy enough, the block was also on, not much to report. Uh, they're trying to keep the cheating scandal going. Payback day. It was either that or a 20-year anniversary special. Bruce,
0: here at Channel 10, we do back pay day. <laughs> um, so, slightly different.
5: Uh, there was one thing that caught my eye, though, really interesting. Have a look at this sort of outtake from Georgia. You're going
1: to make it? To wear. Like, to reveal? Oh, yeah, I think we're gonna make it to reveal. (laughs) Wait, do you want me to do it like more suspenseful?
5: (laughs) (laughs) So that's how people talk in real life. And now here's the exact same thing done reality TV style. It's been hard. So I
1: don't know, if we make it, we make it. We'll try our hardest. We'll work really, really hard and we'll see. Yeah, the first take, they were like, we
5: can't play a cello to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, contestant Vito is struggling with the fundamentals of reality TV.
3: My struggle has been with, you know, having cameras in my face. And all he does is just sticks a camera in my face. Yes. So you're on a reality TV show. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Vito, if you didn't want thousands of people watching, you should have just gone on Plate of Origin.
0: Apparently, apparently, that is coming back, uh, hosted by Nadia Bartel. Um, <laughs> I believe. She's doing a, reach, a reach, I
5: believe. Oh, uh, if you thought Sunday was huge, welcome to Monday night. We had the return of SAS Australia. 18 celebrities spending two weeks competing in a series of physical challenges. This
4: is not a game!
5: She's tested
1: positive now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my
5: early favourite has to be Bryn Edelston. People probably know me because of my ex-husband, my marriage to Jeffrey Edelston. People probably know you. I think that's the only way they know you, (laughs) because of that marriage, unless she did, like, a film or an unpublished scientific research. I don't know. (laughs) She
0: she may have won The Voice. We don't know.
3: (laughs) know.
5: Uh, Sadly for me, Bryn left the show on the first night. To be fair, conditions were pretty rough.
3: Those are your toilets. That's where you go for piss and shit. It's not a bathroom that actually makes you feel good to be in.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, meanwhile on 10, a new season of The Masked Singer. Some great new masks unveiled. I think Baby attracted the most attention.
1: Yeah,
5: and Denny and Minogue didn't even know she was pregnant. So. That is <laughs> amazing. Yes. That is amazing. Incredible. <laughs> uh, now, it wasn't so much the costume uh, that got people talking. It was more the backup dancers. Standing on the line, I was giving. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, people oh, staring, asking why. <laughs> So, if you're wondering, the show is now sponsored by Sexy Land. Oh.
0: <laughs> Apparently, all the judges guessed Christopher Pine. Um, <laughs> same,
5: uh, same uh, just a couple of things to finish up on. The Alan Show returns for its final season this week. We've had a sneak peek of Alan's first guest. Any ideas of uh, who the guest is? Is
0: it HR? Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's
5: actually Jennifer Aniston. Now oh. we're used to guests getting emotional uh, during the interviews. Jen started crying before she even reached the couch. Please welcome my friend Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I thanked to a guest here before the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Either
0: that or Ellen bullied her. Um...
5: Now I don't normally talk about sports. That's Titus. Uh, but this was sport meets entertainment. There was a boxing match on the weekend, and Donald Trump was guest commentator. Take a look.
4: I want to thank everybody involved in this. This has been an incredible success. I hear it's going crazy over the internet.
5: Crazy over the internet. Teenagers falling off milk crates is crazy over the internet. It's not an achievement. (laughs) Uh, If you're wondering about the result, it was all over in one round. Uh, Someone called Vida Balfour defeated Evander Holyfield, who's 58 years old. Uh, He wasn't knocked out, he just had a fall. (laughs) Even then, Trump still claimed he was the winner. Contested. Contested. Uh, And finally, this week, the Brits had their National Television Awards, which is their version of the Logies, but without Bert Newton. So,
0: Uh, our version of the Logies. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
5: And I loved this moment when 10-year-old Jude Roydon won an award...
1: On SAS, I
4: think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, on that note, we've got to take a break. Please save up, receiver. Don't go anywhere. Archae <laughs> Ginsburg joins us next. <laughs> Welcome back to the
1: Tuesday. Our
0: very special guest is standing by. Of
1: course, it's the big show that's back this week. The
0: North Korean Independence Day Parade. <laughs> Let's talk about it. It was held on midnight on Thursday, which I think was a little late for the Supreme Leader. <laughs> He's asleep. Uh, he is asleep. That's the North Korean national anthem, God Save the King size, which is it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful oh, I thought anthem. that was
1: Bella's opening number on the Guy Sebastian tour. So.
0: Look, at least he woke up. Three of his uncles weren't quite as lucky, but uh, <laughs> still.
1: But all the talk was on the Supreme Leader's slim new look and everyone's a fan. A
3: slimmed-down Kim Jong-un. New look, slim Kim. Visibly slimmer. Isn't In a, a suit, does he? La look fancy? la. It's not really slim.
1: Not that slim. Not that slim. Slimmer. <laughs> no, he's a dictator. Let's not resort to fat shaming. You know, you know there's a food
0: shortage in North Korea when even Kim Jong-un loses weight. That is how... That is how... Look, he was tanned, slimmer. You should have seen him the next day at the National Congress. So they're not like a breast implant, they special. <laughs> he looks amazing. About.
1: Wow. Time now for our very special guest from Channel V to Australian Idol and now the masked singer. And he's a
0: writer, podcaster, rose whisperer and all-round Channel 10
2: royalty. Hey, I'm bro. Good evening. Morning, ladies. Anyway oh, my
5: God, also, I actually cannot believe this it. This
2: is The master. Singer! People have in their mind what someone living with the mental illness looks like. It's not the bloke who hasn't showered in a year. It's me counting roses in a nice tailored suit on primetime television. Can't play that out. It's a light bulb. <laughs> Oh, good evening. Thank you so much for having me, Legends.
1: Oh, thanks for having us. I will just do this interview quickly. I know you got your Twitch stream to get back to. Um, but well, I'm
2: normally, I only have a Twitch on my bicycle, so this is you know, this is just my office where I do my podcasts from. So. Oh,
1: very cool. Um, look, you're one of Australia's most recognisable TV hosts. We're pretty new to the gig. Are you here to steal it?
2: <laughs> your job? My God, no, I love I I want, always wanted your job. I
0: was going to say, Asha, you Standards are slipping because it's taken you nine weeks to realise there's a show on Channel Ten you're not hosting.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, I, I know between you and Lapalia, I've, I've,
0: I've got my I'm aiming. Well, speaking of hosting, you host, the Mask Singer, which was of course premiered last night on Ten. There's a kebab, a strange-looking baby Atlantis. Tell us about the new season.
2: Ah, uh, there's a kebab. <laughs> I, to, I, love, I love this show. I love I love this show so much because uh, so much of the television that w- we see, whether it be an eleven a.m. press conference that says no, you're never going to leave your house, or you know the the news like, oh yeah, the IPCC report came out and it's all bad. Um, so so much of that is really hard to watch. This is like. It's just joy and pure fun and reminding us that life is actually pretty wonderful in parts if we choose to em- embrace it. And that's when you need a nine-foot-tall falafel kebab to come out and sing to you. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Look,
0: look, the big question we've been watching is what is going on with Hughie's
2: moustache? What is it? Well, oh, I think... What actually had to happen is that he's been doing radio in Sydney and his, his wife and family are down in Melbourne, so he took the time away from, I don't know, any intimate partner contact to see what could happen up top. So I'm, I'm guessing he's loving his moustache but probably hasn't kissed his missus in quite some time. Well, the, the irony is I've seen Husey's
0: guesses on the show and now with the moustache, he doesn't even recognise himself. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's George Clooney. Um... <laughs>
1: You are the host of The Bachelor. I love all The Bachelor franchises. I'm curious about the casting process um, you, for the are show. Are you trying to apply? Uh, so, uh, uh, whoops, I'm uh, sorry to my boyfriend who's just learning this. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering what goes behind like researching the contestants. Back in New Zealand, you're just kind of going on Ancestry.com, making sure they're not related. <laughs> what do you do? When you, are you involved in the casting process at all?
2: No, I'm not involved in the casting process whatsoever no so you're not there in the I?
1: corner going we need two front runners and 18 bitches <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about it's a delicate process reality people <laughs> <laughs> say casting. And, you know, it always it always hinges on what our hero is after because ultimately we want to stack the deck. We want to make sure that whoever our hero is, be our bachelor or bachelorette, finds what they're after. So they literally go, yeah, I'm looking for this and that and that. And I go, great, well, let's just line you up there and, and away we go. Well, but, Ashut, we love the
0: shows you host and we love the podcasts that you host as well. You host um, Better Than Yesterday. You've been doing it since 2013. You are a podcaster before. A lot of people were. Who's your favourite ever guest that you've had on your
2: podcast? Um, probably my wife. I got her on when we, uh, did, when I put my book out a couple of years back, Audrey came on and, and we talked about what it was like to be the person living with someone who's got a different brain. And I was, my ego took a massive hit on that one. Cause it was right around when the book came out and we went to a, a, a book was it called? What are they called? Oh, we went to a book week up in Queensland and, you know, I was like here I go, I'm at my book week, I'm doing my big signing and I plonked on my books on the table and I'm expecting this queue to form in front of me. The queue to meet Audrey was three times longer than mine because there were the people listening to that show and went, oh, I, you know, I, I really related to you because there's a person in my life like him. And I, I'm really grateful for that, that I'm able to have these conversations out in the world and, and, and get these kind of conversations in the public sphere.
1: I feel like your ego must have taken a hit because in order to have a conversation with your wife, you had to invite her on your podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Melanie? She wouldn't argue with
4: you.
0: <laughs> and, and, well, speaking, uh, speaking of your podcast, speaking of storytelling, uh, you've got a new documentary out this week on SBS, A Matter of Life and Death, about mental health. Is there one particular tip you've got for people who might be in lockdown at the moment to, to sort of help them with their
2: mental health? I'd imagine, you know... Well, I'll give you two things. Number one, um, understand that your phone, while it's a good thing to connect you with other people, is probably not a great thing. You're watching, when you're scrolling, doom scrolling through your phone, you're watching the greatest hits of other people's lives. That is not what their real life is. Life is pain and suffering. Life is beautiful love and joy, but you can't have one without the other. And just accepting that is a good place to start. The other place I would say is, Look for a sustainable source of your dopamine. When you're scrolling through the phone, you're getting tiny little hits of like, oh, they liked my thing. Oh, like in these little squirts of dopamine in your brain. That's unsustainable. Sustainable source of dopamine, eating a beautiful meal, cuddling or kissing someone you love, getting some exercise, going for a walk, rather than like taking a photo of your ass and putting it on the internet and hoping someone likes it. We'll, skip, well I'll whoop,
1: whoop. scrap that draft. <laughs> 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 on that note,
0: it's time to take a break. You can catch Osha on the mask singer Mondays and Tuesdays on Ten. Would you please
4: thank Osha Ginsburg? Welcome back. You're watching the Chiefs.
0: There's
1: plenty of sport to get through, so not a second to waste. Would you please, welcome us, writer, podcaster, and football tragic, Titus O'Reilly? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Titus, there's been a lot happening in the world of sport. Where do we start? Well, a huge weekend for Aussie sport with Dylan Alcott winning the US Open and completing the Golden Slam, and he celebrated with a traditional Australian ceremony. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful?
4: Oh, stunning. <laughs> he, he was confident. That was before the match. Isn't that good?
3: Not a real Australian spilling that much, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Formula One, Daniel Ricciardo won the Italian Grand Prix and also celebrated with a traditional Australian ceremony. We're picking up a theme here, I think.
4: Oh, goodness.
3: That's his shoe, I should add. I
0: was watching the Grand Prix, Titus big F1 fans. 7 News Adelaide covered the Italian Grand Prix and brought us more sparkling post-story banter. And
2: F1 Championship leader Max Verstappen warms up for the Italian GP by... Tearing up the streets of Sicily, and I bet you would love to be just sipping on a latte Mm. watching him do that. That looks fantastic.
1: Or perhaps even something a little stronger than a latte. Oh, really? Well, if you're in Sicily, you know, do what the locals do. Have a gelati. Thanks, Soda. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: not what we're talking about.
3: (laughs) Nothing harder than a gelati. Don't gelati and drive,
1: kids.
3: (laughs) Uh, The US Open, Daniel Medvedev, defeated Novak Djokovic, and he had quite the celebration.
4: that's actually
3: a celebration he copied from the computer game FIFA, the soccer game. Luckily, did you call it a computer, a computer game? game? I do. <laughs> 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 we did we did the, the kids play it on yeah. the. That's uh... crazy
1: on the internet. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> Gotta crank it up first, don't you, on the wireless? <laughs> Anyway,
3: go I've never seen a computer. Are they good? <laughs> uh, you know. In the women's side of the draw, Emma Raducanu, she won. Now, she's 18 years old. Here's some footage of her winning. She actually is ra- rated 150 Emma in the world Raducanu. and had to qualify to get in, and she had good reason to want to go the whole way.
1: Before my first round qualifying match, I lost my AirPods, and I was basically running around the changing rooms like three minutes before my uh, call to go on trying to find it, but I lost it, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? If you win this match, you can buy yourself a pair of AirPods, and that's become <laughs> the <right. laughs>
4: So she
3: actually, she won 2.5 million, so that works out that she can buy 20,000 pairs of AirPods. And Titus, an AirPod is like a cordless
0: headphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know your gramophones? You plug
3: it in and you listen. Well, I- I heard they now have phones with that cord, so it's an exciting new world we live in.
0: Not here at
4: 10. Um.
3: The AFL Grand Final is set with Melbourne to take on the Western Bulldogs. The Bulldogs thumped Port Adelaide to clinch the berth, despite it being a Port
2: home game. 26,000 Port Adelaide people will be louder than they felt the Gabba to be, I think, and that's what I'm looking forward to. An eerily quiet Adelaide Oval. (laughs) I can't believe it, the Port Adelaide fans. Oh, they're shell-shocked, yep. You can feel the tension, can't you? It's...
3: Some work to do from here. It looks like a funeral, except you're not allowed to have people at the
2: funeral.
1: <laughs> I know you're talking AFL finals. No mention of the Tasmanian League, because I noticed this comment.
2: Losing last year was left a bad taste in the mouth. While the reigning premiers are pushing for a two-peat.
1: Isn't that just a repeat? <laughs> <laughs> We're going for a one-peat.
0: <laughs> and you can catch the two-peat of the cheap seats after Gogglebox on uh, Thursday night.
3: Uh, already Demons and Bulldogs fans have been displaying their passion.
1: But not everyone is in the giving mood. One Dogs fan ripping down decorations from Ted Dorman's Yarraville property.
5: All along here and all on the front, there was white toilet paper,
3: so I suppose they were looking at a bit of white to the, to the red and blue. You've got to admit, you must hate a team if you're willing to waste toilet paper in the great toilet paper shortage <laughs> of 2020-2021. Well, he's a Melbourne supporter. He has three other investment properties, so he'll be fine. Well, that's the real question. What's a Melbourne supporter doing living in the western suburbs? <laughs> uh, the NRL finals kicked off on the weekend, and here's a fan overshadowing Channel 9's Tony Jones in the background. Have a look at this. It is
2: Melbourne Storm up against Manly, no less. There goes and the Cameron jugs. Smith will be part of the nine commentary team, the Storm legend. Cam, great to see you again. At least he didn't drink
0: out of his shoe. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I think I know
2: who
1: the kebab is. <laughs>
3: uh, things got better for Jones with this wonderful banter with Cameron Smith.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. So, OK, well, look, we look forward to the coverage tonight, of course. And uh, is there anything else you want to say, Cam? <laughs> no, I don't think there is, as a matter of <laughs> fact. It's cold at the last moment. Anyway, let's move on to tennis now. Uh, let's move on to tennis now, shall we? Because it's bah. been a, a battle of the teen sensations at <laughs> Russian Meadows with British youngster Emma
3: Raducanu booking her spot. I think uh, maybe he'd had a jug before he went on.
1: I, I think it had a gelati. <laughs> I think
0: they're
3: stealing our moves. <laughs> it's been a stellar weekend for animals at sporting events. This cat got into a stadium in America only to get into trouble. Now, it was caught in an American flag. And isn't it lucky it at a sporting event in America every single person is carrying an American flag. You know, <laughs> if that was in Australia, that cat would be stuffed. <laughs> it would L- be, literally.
1: A, <laughs> would drown in a shoe-y. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: This To prove my point that every person in America has an American flag, have a look at this uh, football stadium. This is a cat rescue team, not a football team. Uh, and in the Irish cricket, there was also this interruption. i going to have to take a chance now.
4: Oh, oh, dog. Oh! Oh the dog is the ball. Oh here we go. <laughs> <laughs> <That> is... <laughs> that is this proves oh, my
3: theory that every sport is better if a dog <laughs> is involved.
1: Uh, Jarvo's costumes are getting a lot more elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we've got to take a break. Thanks, Titus! See you in just a moment.
0: We're back! You're on the cheap seats.
1: Now time for some viewer feedback! Thanks for all your feedback. You can get in touch with us on our socials below.
0: Actually, a viewer spotted a lookalike of you, Mel, at an AFL game this week. There you are, there. (laughs) Now that is scary.
1: Excuse.
0: Can we zoom in? (laughs) Yeah. Looks
1: nothing like me.
0: <laughs> He's got a very sensitive chin too. Yeah,
1: it's me, me with your ears, Tim.
0: Uh, All the better for listening.
1: Um,
0: look, if you do have a bogan lookalike of Mel, hit us up on our <laughs> socials below. We'd love to see him.
1: Uh, look, I am a big sports fan. I'm a big basketball fan, and I've been noticing what the NBA players are up to in their off season. Jason Tatum is out at a youth basketball camp, making it a fun learning experience. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's, great.
0: That's great. Good, good fun for the kids. Look, as you know, Mel, at this point of the show, I like to celebrate the unsung heroes of the news each week, <laughs> the weather presenters. And one of my favourites from 7 Gold Coast News, Paul Burt, who this week managed to interview two people
3: in sync. Here at Swell Sculpture Festival, I've got Ali and I've got Raccoon with me here. Guys, how good is the Swell Sculpture Festival here at Currumbin? Fantastic. Fantastic, mate. We love, love it. it. Every, every year, year. Right to <laughs> the <Listen>. Gold Coast. <laughs> that is amazing.
1: It's just Raccoon for a great interview.
0: <laughs> Look, I watch Paul Bird every night this week, Mel, and I don't know about you, but I've picked up a theme. And room for a dry
3: run of weather across the coast over the coming days. And another week of dry weather across the Gold Coast. And it looks as like though in for a dry weekend ahead. And it looks as though room for a very dry dry weekend ahead. Tell you what, it's going to be another dry weekend ahead. What's amazing
0: about that is it didn't stop raining.
1: (laughs) Another dry weekend ahead. Personally, I think sometimes he gives us just a little too much information.
3: We are set for one sensational, sexy weekend across the coast. Details. After
4: the book,
3: Whoa. <laughs> and the power at the end.
1: Details after the break. I don't know if we want the details.
0: Sa- Sadly, it was very dry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want those details.
1: Uh, over in New Zealand, they're cracking down on serious crime, releasing this video on the police Facebook page this week. Recently, we've seen an increase in mail theft. <laughs> we came across this. As you'll see, there's a number of pieces of mail that we can just easily remove.
2: What they're looking for is this.
1: <laughs> I like how she showed her whole credit card. <laughs> Sorry, can we just see the back of it as well?
0: And the little three numbers, yeah.
1: I was watching this video and I realised. That music that they used is the Modern Warfare Two loading screen music,
0: which is a computer game.
1: <laughs>
0: you Playing your PC.
1: I was watching the Today Show this week and their kids spelling bee competition. Unfortunately, they don't like to let the kids finish.
2: Guess what? We've got one more word for you very quickly. Caitlin, can you spell thanks?
1: Um, T H. KS is right! Can you spell and break? We've got a cut.
0: Can you spell Stefanovic? That's a real tough one. Now look, Mel, I know we have to go, but can I just show you this from the host of Great Railway Journeys on SBS, Michael Portillo is his name. This week he tried his hand at bike riding. Enjoy. Cycling superstars such as Bradley Wiggins, Chris Hoy, and Laura Trott have all cycled here. Now to add my name to that <laughs> illustrious list. Classic bike shoes. <laughs> uh, bit of a oh, shaky start.
1: piano. I mean, he's not
0: as fast as the guys in the background, but he's having a go. <laughs> ah, very good.
2: Ah. Well,
3: I enjoyed that. Very good.
2: Congratulations. Uh, It was great.
3: Uh.
0: (laughs) On that note, we're done. We'll see you next week right here in the cheap Seats.